SEP Fanfic Readings presents A Thousand Words by Olive Juice 28 Chapter 55 Admirable Qualities Hermione fidgeted with the glittery blue ribbon that adorned the top of the box currently balanced on her knees. It was Draco's birthday, and she was second-guessing the gift she'd picked out. It wasn't anything huge, since she knew he'd make a fuss over the fact that he hadn't gotten her anything for her birthday back in September. She planned to argue that they were barely friends at that point, so why would he have? But still, she knew he'd worry about the imbalance nonetheless. She had deliberated for over two weeks, going back and forth between two different options, and eventually settled on the one currently tucked in the small, square box. It was practical, which was nothing new coming from her, but it was also meaningful, even symbolic in a way, and she hoped he'd like it. She had asked him to meet her slightly earlier for breakfast than normal, simply because she wanted a few minutes alone with him before their housemates came bustling out to the table. Their day would be so crammed with lessons, study sessions, and mentor responsibilities that they wouldn't have a moment to themselves until long after dinner, and by then, they were usually both barely able to keep their eyes open once they crashed on the couch in front of the fire. No, she'd much rather start the day off like this, just the two of them, so she could give him his gift and a birthday kiss. Her lips twitched in a smile as she recalled the breathtaking one he'd given her the night before. She'd never considered herself to be someone who would turn into a cliché pile of goo just because a boy kissed her, but Godric, she could barely keep herself upright when he did. At first, she thought it was perhaps because she simply didn't have much experience with the physical aspect of relationships. Victor had been very sweet and careful with her, probably because she had been so much younger than him. Cormac had been an utter troll. The thought of his sloppy kisses and suffocating embrace still made her shudder. Ron had just... been Ron. No fireworks, no butterflies, nothing that would be expected when your supposed true love kissed you. Draco, on the other hand, was a completely different story. Since the very first time they'd kissed, there had always been a spark or a flutter, and it had only increased as time went on. He made her head spin and her knees weak, made her forget the myriad of thoughts usually crowding her brain made her wish for endless amounts of time to explore the way he made her feel, and learn how to make sure she had the same effect on him. Hermione Granger was nothing if not a quick learner and a good student, so she was determined to study the tall blonde so thoroughly he'd regularly be rendered speechless after she presented her findings to the class, so to speak. Completely lost in thought, and with a bit of a blush on her cheeks, she didn't hear the birthday boy as he crossed the common area to sit beside her. It wasn't until the couch cushion dipped next to her that she came back to her present surroundings and met his molten gaze with a sheepish smile. "'And what's got you so preoccupied this morning?' he teased, twirling a curl around his finger and placing a soft kiss on her cheek. "'You?' she answered sweetly, returning his kiss with one of her own, although her kiss on his cheek turned to several other kisses peppered along his jaw, and one on each corner of his mouth before finally pressing her lips to his." Her hand curled around his school tie, keeping him in place. "'Happy birthday,' she whispered when she pulled back just enough to speak, her chocolate eyes sparkling as she met his wildly dazed stare. "'Mm-hmm,' he hummed as his eyes slipped shut again, and he leaned in for another kiss, this one longer and deeper, and when they finally stopped to breathe, their cheeks were flushed and their lips slightly swollen. "'Best birthday ever,' he whispered as he pressed his forehead to hers and touched her nose with his own. "'I have something for you.' She picked the small box up from the rug by her feet, where it had rolled from her lap during their little snog session, and she held it up to him. An expected look of consternation crossed his face. "'Hermione, you didn't have to get me anything,' he began, 
I know, but it's just something little, she explained. I never got you anything for your birthday, he argued. Yes, well, you can get me something this year, she countered, pushing the tiny cube into his hands. I'll get you two things this year, he grumbled, but she could see the telltale glint in his eye that meant he was very pleased, regardless of his protestations. He tugged off the ribbon and started on the shiny paper, and she began second-guessing herself a little. It's nothing fancy or elaborate, she fiddled with the cuff of her sleeve. Just something I thought you could use. Draco had finished with the paper and had the lid off the box when he stopped and met her anxious gaze. I don't need fancy or elaborate. I don't need anything at all. But I know I will love whatever this is because it's from you. He swooped in and pressed a quick kiss to her lower lip, which she'd been chewing on in her nervous state, and she let out a small giggle. He folded back the tissue paper and pulled out a shiny silver coach's whistle. It was slightly bigger than the one he'd seen Madame Hooch use over the years, and was hung on the black cord interwoven with threads of red, gold, green, and blue, in a nod to all four houses. The smooth metal of the whistle had been engraved with several ancient runes. One for strength and stability, one for wisdom and insight, one for power and courage, and one for leadership and honor. He studied the symbols for the moment before meeting Hermione's eyes. She was looking at him with such adoration it made it hard to breathe. "'These are all the attributes I see in you,' she explained softly. "'There are others, too, of course, but I could only fit so many on there.' Before she could say anything else, he had cupped her face in his hands and was kissing her again, and he really hoped she understood everything he was trying to convey with it. The fact that she saw those things in him— after everything he'd done and been all of those years, meant more to him than he could put into words. He still didn't quite believe he deserved the amazing witch in his arms, but he was determined to live up to her admiration of the man he was trying to become. When they pulled apart, she smiled at him. So you like it? He chuckled and pulled her into his arms. It's amazing, just like you. He kissed the top of her head. Thank you. After an extra squeeze, he released her and set about putting the whistle back in its box. I expect to see you in the stands at some point next year, so you can witness your gift in action. He winked at her and she smiled and nodded. Breakfast? He asked once he'd picked everything up and she replied with an enthusiastic, Yes, please. They made their way to the table just as their housemates began emerging from their rooms to join them, each wishing Draco a happy birthday, and Theo insisted they all sing as he snuck a candle in the stack of pancakes he plunked down in front of his longtime friend. As he sat there enjoying his breakfast, amidst his friends, and with his favorite witch by his side, he truly did feel that this was the best birthday yet. Sorry guys, this was a short one. <laughs>